Welcome to Season 2 of Graduating After Hours, where we explore what happens on your downtime outside ACADS. This time around, it's not just about what you do in school, but what you do with it. So come and join us. You don't need to wait any longer. Hi everyone, I'm Maia, your 5-foot vibratita and vibrant atonista from 4BS Compact. I'm pretty sure she's four feet, but hi <laughs> everyone, I'm Red, your means and goofy, but ganyan talaga po cutie who's no longer an Emmy from Marikina City. So hi, Maia! Oh my god, it's been a while. <laughs> Hello, Red. I think we promised Feb for this one, but... Ah, uh, yes. And it's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so hi guys. So what's After Hours, right? I don't know if you guys ever really watched the or listened to the After Hours trailer, right? But After Hours is basically um your journey past school as well. So beyond the academics, beyond school culture, like how exactly is it that you're able to thrive as a student? How exactly is it that you're able to thrive past being a student as well? Um, whether it be in your orgs, in your leadership positions, in your internships, in your NGOs or whatever, like whatever opportunity you have, what can you do about it? Oh yeah, so funny you mentioned orgs because today's episode is called Stepping Up where we'll be talking about org life and what that means for everyone. Okay, but stepping up. What's, what's, why is it stepping up, Maya? What, what's the reason for that? So our episode for today is called Stepping Up because it's about really taking the next step forward in your academic life or in your college life by not only focusing on your ACADs but really immersing yourself in what college has to offer and part of that of course are our student organizations. So yeah so like the one of the first touch points you really get as a student is that you get to choose an org right um, and I think in um, across all universities naman, there's some way of doing that. I think even in high school because you'd have clubs you'd have uh, in, 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 when I was at Teneo high school it was clubs because so yeah. yeah, like you'd have those kinds of um, environments also. So they're like training you already to like work with the group, um, have some kind of vision, some kind of mission or whatever. Um, but like honestly, when you're choosing an org, you don't really think that much about it, no? Um, for example, when you go to a recruitment week, um, what do you look for, Maia? Well, I think as a freshie, what I look for was somewhere that I could make new friends. Um, when you're coming into the year, you don't really know a lot of people. It's a really new environment and I guess at that point, I really wanted to explore every single organization that I could so that I could meet as much people as possible and uh, find what sticks. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that was the same as me. Although like the first time around, it was like I only wanted like one or two orgs because I thought it would be too hard. Eh? I thought now nah, what would happen was like, oh, um, I'll get overwhelmed. I'll have too much org work. It was the opposite, honestly. I had so much free time when I was a freshman. Cause eh, well, not all orgs give you the best opportunities, kagad when you're a freshman. Cause eh, like admittedly, it's it's really hard. I think even in the pandemic setting, you don't get excited to everything, and like the kinds of events you go to are kind of kind of weird. But at that point, so second year when I joined the man, um, I ended up joining around eight or nine orgs. Oh wow! And uh. <laughs> Yeah, let's just let's just say you do get busy when when you have that much stuff on your plate, naga. Um, but yeah, like I think I think in terms of like recruitment weeks or like choosing your orgs, I think the most important factor has always been that one. It's all about how you explore, yeah. right? Like it doesn't matter if you choose one or two orgs or eight or nine orgs, right? Like it's not it's not in the number of orgs somebody joined that really like caps what you should be doing, mm-hmm. but it's more about like what are the things you're interested in and why are you interested in them, and then exploring like okay. 
do I have it now? Do I get the learning experience that I need out of it? And if so, should I join it? Is it something I'm willing to invest in? Yeah, exactly. And I think part of that is really investing your time into the organization and exploring what they have to offer. I mean, you don't really know what you want until you try, right? So I guess really taking advantage of the projects they have in store, the positions that you can explore, um, the people you can meet, and the kind of events where you can meet those people um, will really help you find out what really sticks and what you want to quit or like let go of eventually. Yeah. So I think I think some practical advice to go for the for the people listening is like, uh, like say you're a freshman or whatever. I think the first two years in your college stay should always be dedicated to just exploring, mm-hmm. Like don't 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 tie yourself down yet to any because you're not you don't want to get married to an org, okay? <laughs> like there's there's so many opportunities for you out there that marrying yourself to an org is just gonna limit how you can be. Yeah. But I think by the time you get to your third or your senior year or super senior year if you're in, if you're into that. Um, if you do choose to go to the org life, that's when you choose like which org is the best for you because you want to maximize the amount of experience you can get in that org. So in my example, like mm-hmm. I joined nine orgs diba, as a sophomore. But by the time I was third year, I only had two orgs left. And by the time I was a senior, same, I had two orgs left. But I was like a way more active in one org. Na lang. And that was because I felt like that's where I could grow the most pa, while I was still in college and while I still kind of valued org life. And th- and that's because like you're there are very certain things that you can get out of an org, which I think is like the next part that you're gonna talk about, Deva Maria. Yeah, exactly. Um, there are many things that you can get from an org. Number one, skills building. Number two, building your network. And number three, leadership opportunities. So I guess with skills building, since you are joining. Um, these different projects there are different committees that you can join as well so something that i focused on in my freshman year was definitely programs um so really planning out a project how that program flow will go um uh, also thinking about what kind of venues will be suitable Mm -hmm. for that type of program um but yeah i think in my in my time, wow, tanda tanda ko na. Pero um, back when I was really focusing on one specific committee, I did want to explore more. So I think that's a tip that I want to give everybody here. Mm-hmm. Um, try to look at the different opportunities in terms of skills building. Um, there are also like lower commitment opportunities as well, such as attending seminars, workshops that these different uh, departments or committees offer. So yeah, how about yeah. you, Red? I think I like the idea of the skills building, right? But I think one thing to level off or like to set everyone's expectations when it comes to orgs is like um, the skills you get in an org don't necessarily translate to like actual skills like when you're working now or yeah. when you're interning. Because like you making an opsket in a program flow, for example, doesn't actually like translate to an opsket you'd make in a in a job because more often than not in a job you wouldn't, you wouldn't be asked for that kind of task yeah. eh? it's like really different because the hard skills you're being asked for are going to be different so in terms of skills building in an org a lot of it is focused around like more on your soft skills yeah. like if you're able to get teamwork done if you're able to um, work responsibly you have time management blah 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 and I feel like like don't underrate that like I feel like people are going to scoff at the idea because like, oh, you're the only from orgs for me it's like that's what people are going to test you on when you're doing interviews that's what they're going to look at when you're, you don't have a resume yet. That's what they're going to look at when you don't have the necessary experience. So people who are entry level in terms of internships or in terms of jobs, really, really important that you find ways to build those skills. Kasi. Otherwise, it's going to be harder to get in like places where experience is a lot more vital. Talaga. Yeah, exactly. Usually when they ask in interviews, it's like, 
oh, talk about uh, a time when you experienced conflict. What did you do? And most of the time, you are going to reference um, what you did in our, on our organization, a project, and how you dealt with yeah, certain situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think the next point, like you, you, you want to talk about building your network, right? Yeah. And it's really important because in an org, you're not just going to be with your batchmates. I think a lot of like your opportunities cause when you're high school and even entering into college, it's like the people you meet are usually people who are within your circle. Talaga. Mm-hmm. These are people who are like your blockmates, people who are your classmates, people in your batch usually. And like, like, like that's obviously a good way to breed relationships, right? But in an org setting, you're forced into like a lot of op- a lot of interactions with people from different courses. You're forced into a lot of interactions with people from different um, batch levels. Sometimes you even deal with alumni, because yeah. like they they like uh, they like go back and like try to give back to the org as well, because they want it to grow. They want people to um, have the most opportunities that they can within that org as well. So it's really important when it's com- when it comes to building your network that you're open to it as someone who's entering into an org or someone who's like staying in an org also. Because uh, like, these are people who are literally going to be your mentors or people who are literally mm-hmm. going to be like maybe your future job mates or um, people you get to live with because uh, you guys have to split rent for a BGC condo, right? Something like that. Like, it, it, it's like how you want to imagine it. Maybe there's like, more realistic ways for you. But it's really important to build that net- network because I think people oftentimes think that you have to be very, very competitive in terms of how you yeah. get the different opportunities that you get. But I feel like if you're um, building your network and trying to get the right people into your circle and then um, trying to build on that to get the opportunities you want, then it benefits all of you, right? Mm-hmm. It benefits like it, it, it benefits mutually, especially. And in my case, I have a mentor who's like a, a VP in another company mm-hmm. right now. I can't say where and I can't say who, right? Because of <laughs> NDA reasons. But... Um, that's the person who's like helping me right now with my career path. So I know if the job I'm at, I, if the job I'm at is actually like the right one for me, if um, what what are, what are gonna be my different opportunities from there? Mm-mm. How can I get a master's? How can I get a blah blah blah? Like these are like very very hard questions that honestly it's better that you don't answer it just by yourself. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like you'd want to have someone help you along the way. Yeah, even in my situation. So for context, I just ran right for president and I had a really hard time like really discerning if whether or not I wanted it. Um, but eventually like uh, really like reflecting by myself and also talking to my mentors. So I've had two mentors in one organization and one in another. Um, but um, basically my other mentor was running for president as well i think in his time and he really guided me in terms of discernment what i should do and what what might go wrong and that was really helpful for me so really building on those relationships and fostering them even when they graduate or even when they're not even in college or in the org anymore i think that's really important um, in order to help you in the future yeah definitely so since I mentioned that, all right, maybe we can talk a little bit about leadership opportunities and organization. So, Red, you're currently a vice president, right? So, how's that yeah. going for you? And um, kind of how has that experience helped you um, in your future yeah, career? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, 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 the position itself is very helpful, right? Like, it, it, look, it looks pretty, like, um, nice to put in your resume that you're a vice president of blah, blah, blah department or yeah. whatever in an org but i feel like the way you maximize that isn't in the position but what you do with the position right mm-hmm. so i feel like in, in gen- generally in a man like in every position that you do in an org there's a chance for leadership to be shown it's just that the initiative to do that leadership does not come from anywhere else but from yourself 
it's important. Yeah, like I said, as I said, diba? like it's good to climb up the ladder. I think it's better if you know why you're climbing that ladder in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And I think something to note as well in terms of leadership opportunities, when you are in an organization, again, like you mentioned, you have more autonomy, you have more freedom to make choices. And that's something you won't really experience as you go, like when you graduate and go into the job market. I think you mentioned this to me before. Um, so something really important that you'll learn um, when you're working on a project and when you're working with other people um, as a leader in an organization is that um, you can really make those choices for yourself and you can learn from your mistakes um, and yeah you can really go for what you want um, you have more freedom though there are some limitations in terms of budget in terms of things like that yeah for sure. <laughs> but um, when you are like working in an organization you do have um, you do have more of that power to um, really make change um, really uh, really build your members and and be able to work with such a diverse and big group of people but i think like past that right like what what more now what uh, like orgs don't stay forever i think like the fact is like sometimes you don't stay in an org sometimes you just graduate right yeah so, <laughs> uh, like there there are many things to do outside of an org naman, or many things that happen after you join the org life right and like i think one thing that people have to know is that the org life might not be for you yeah um like like let like like it's not it's not a bad thing if it's not for you. It's not as if like you failed or that the org failed or whatever. It's more of like indeed like match, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. you go on a date and then like you find out like the person's not that interesting but or <laughs> your conversations with them are very dry. It's not a fault with them, it's not a fault with you, it's just it's just not gonna work. And same thing with the org life, right? It might not be for you. So what more can you do after org? There's a lot more and I think we're gonna cover that extensively here in season two. We're gonna talk about internships, we're gonna talk about um different leadership opportunities. We're gonna talk about jobs na if that's what you care about because you want the moolah or whatever. <laughs> so like yeah, like like there's there's so much to do outside of the org life. But what we're saying lang naman here in this particular episode is that the org life is a good thing to explore if it's something you want to explore. So don't tell yourself that it's not worth it if that's the case. Yeah. And then I think I think the next part's like um let's say let's say you do you did exp- you did like the org life naman diba? and now you have to leave it. Um, it's important that whatever you learn in your org life is something that you kind of document. You don't need like literally written, right? I mean, there is like you have a resume, but these are things that you have to like keep in mind because these are the same experiences that you'll use to like um, serve as a benchmark whenever you experience the same kind of issue and like harder situations. So if you know how how it feels like to have a bad groupmate in an org work, in an org work, right? You'll know how it feels like when you're in a job and you have to adjust to someone who's being a bad uh, coworker also. Maybe it's because like hindi 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 tumutugma yung ah, sorry nagtagtagalog <laughs> uh, maybe it's because like hindi nagma match yung priorities nila, de ba? Or like they're, they're just not being responsible. Then you know how to adjust to those to, to those situations as well. So it's applying what you've learned in orgs to like everything you do from now on. Even when you're like 40, 50 years old, it's gonna be applicable, friend. Because you're gonna look back and like everything you did as a college student and be like, okay. How did I approach this before? How did I approach this before? And that's because I mean, like, it's cheesy, but experience is the best teacher, nang adaman talaga. So yeah, yeah, I think I think that I think that covers like how you'd step up, right? I think I think we've given you like a lot to work with in terms of um, how you choose an org. So if you're a fresh year sophomore, like this, these are like the really good tips for you. And even I think as a junior or senior, like it's good to know that the choices you make, whether or not it be to stay in one org or to leave orgs. 
the, mm-hmm. the choice to know that that's there is still pretty good. Yeah, and we also talked about what you can get out of it. So rest assured, you will get something out of it, be it new skills, building your network, or leadership opportunities. And what might happen if you do leave and what you should take away from that experience. So I think that is the end of this episode. And remember, college may be tough. But don't worry. Because we'll be here while you wait.